Hi, you're listening to Earth Matters, bringing you environment and social justice stories. Today's show was produced in the Biri Nation, west of Bowen, Queensland, and the Jangar Nation, near Claremont, Queensland, and the Jangalingu Nation, and broadcast by 3CR in Nam, Melbourne, and the community radio network around this beautiful continent. I'm Beck Horridge. Adani is currently clearing trees for the construction of its Carmichael mine in Queensland. In today's show, we hear Adrian Baragaba, leader of the Wangang Jangalingu Nation, traditional owners of the Carmichael coal mine site in Queensland. Adani has recently made Adrian bankrupt after several court cases with the company. As it says on the Wangang Jangalingu website, Adani has sunk to a new low, setting a brutal new standard for corporate behaviour. This is the first time in Australia's history a company has bankrupted an Aboriginal leader for standing up for the inalienable rights of First Nations people to their law, country and culture. This recording is edited from a Facebook post. Adrian was standing in the wind on his land. Behind him were grasses, trees and a banner with an eel painted on it. The Wangang and Jangalungu have declared their sovereign independence and established a sovereignty camp to practice law and custom and have cultural ceremony on country. They are calling on First Nations people to stand with them to protect their cultural sovereignty. My name is Adrian Boragaba, leader of spokesperson for the Wangan Jagalingu Family Council. We're just out here at the moment, uh, the, uh, this great moment in time, you know, the 25th of August 2019. This is the time that now we have uh, made our declaration, our, our sovereign independence and our stand against uh, the, the system that is, is, is robbing our people of our right to say no and, uh, and uh, not allowing us to have our, our own free prime informed consent when it comes to uh, mining projects such as the Adani project on our country. So this is, uh, this is our defence of country to the point where now we have uh, established our, our, sovereign, our sovereignty camp and our stand for uh, our rights on our sovereign land to practice our law and custom and have a cultural ceremony on this country. So we are joined here today by various family members and also members of the Wanga uh, Jagalingu Family Council. And so we've been given direction from the council as the authorising body to, um, to come and uh, conduct ceremony on country. It's been almost um, yeah, seven years of uh, opposing this uh, destructive mine and um, our people have, st- have stood strong. There's been some uh, some division, some opposition to, to us uh, taking a stand, but in, uh, in the frame of things, with uh, all First Nations people, we are uh, we're standing in, in opposition to the, the threat of our culture and our law and uh, and our cultural heritage and our past. It is the, the thing that we, pr- we want to protect most of all while we're here in this country of our ancestors. This is the living culture. And that we uh, we uh, we own we own that cultural sovereignty, so we've come together uh, to make a declaration to the Labor government, the uh, Australian Labor Party, and also to the uh, National Party and the Liberal Party, uh, federal governments, that we're not going to stand for any more bullying and having our land taken off us um, and given to Adani for a destructive mine 
uh, would destroy our ancestors' homelands and uh, would uh, essentially uh, um, uh, destroy our, our culture and our integrity of who we are as a people. We're not going to stand for that anymore. We're not going to stand for um, you know, fake Iluas and uh, ring in Aboriginal people who, who, uh, who have no connection to this country and don't care about this country. And uh, we're just a little bit tired of that same rhetoric and that same story that 294 people say they want to destroy the country when the, the real sovereign people are the ones who are standing and opposing this thing from day one. And we will continue to fight when we say no means no. And uh, these are our totems in this country. The eel is, uh, is the Wakil Borough. This is the, uh, the moiety for this area here. It comes from the Carmichael, uh, goes into the Baliando. That's the Wakil Borough. That's the kinship name in this country here. That's the totem. And uh, also the emu. That's a very powerful law in this country. The, the emu law runs through all this country here. So these totems, uh, these are things that are live, living memory of who we are. And if we can describe what our law is, because those animals and that, those, that, those creatures from the nature uh, are still here, present today. And that's why we own that cultural sovereignty. We own the knowledge to that. We own, we own the knowledge to the, to, to the secret of our past. And we're here to protect that. And we, we, are, we call on uh, all people, all nations around the world, all First Nations people, to stand with us to protect our cultural sovereignty. Because we're the ones who are claiming it, we're the ones who are standing on it, and these are the principles of who we are as the First Nations people. Far away if you've got some questions. Thank you. We have one question from Rosemary. What is the best way to help you? Well, the best way to help us is uh, to encourage all of those other people out there, those people who are, who are opposing what we're doing, and politicians, um, and, your, and your government, and, and reach out to them and say that um, the, the Family Council and the leader of the Family Council um, continue to fight for our rights and um, have our rights protected and, and to just um, let, them, let the government know and, uh, and the public that what we're doing is uh, we're standing up for our rights to say no, no to Adani and no to the coal mine. Um, we, have one, we have one from Kristen Lyons. How is it returning to country today as a family and council, given all that, that has happened in the last few weeks? This has been a great moment for everybody. Everyone's uh, in good spirit. And uh, we performed a, a ceremony last night, and uh, all the family and, and children, we were all there. And uh, everyone, everyone feels it's a great time. And, you know, we really want to come together and invite um, other people to come and share with us because this is a wonderful land. This is a great country. And uh, we don't want Adani to destroy this land. We want to be able to keep coming out here and inviting other First Nations people to come and other people to come and see the, the, the wonder of this place, how beautiful it is. So that, you know, um, you know uh, by a mine going ahead here in this country here, it will just totally devastate this place. So everyone is in good spirit and they're um, all very supportive of what, um, what we're doing at this current time. We have a question from Bob Brown Foundation. Where are you standing right now? What does Adani propose to do there? Well, our position um, has always been that we've opposed the, the illegal process and the native total process. And, um, you, know, the, you know, the federal government um, got involved in our court cases. And so, you know, where we stand is that Aboriginal land always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Adani hasn't been um, given freehold title over uh, that surrender area. 
And so the state government, um, you know, in their position at the moment is that they're going to grant them a lease on that area. We estimate probably the 31st of this month. This is why we've come out and done this now, so that we can have ceremony on our country and make peace with our ancestors. So we're going to continue to keep um, practicing our culture, and uh, we're just going to keep uh, exerting, you know, um, our, our rights and, and resist uh, the plundering of our land. We have a question from Mina. How can people support you? We really enjoy that people can understand, you know, what it is we're, we're doing. And uh, by looking over, the, you know, the past cases and, the, you know, the reasons for us to run those cases. And you can go to the Facebook and get the current updates, check on um, where we are with the thing, and just to throw in support what we're doing here on country and uh, opening the place up so that people can come and pay their last respects. Go to the uh, Family Council Facebook um, there's a donate page there. People can donate, and um, you, by donating, you can be a part of uh, us developing a, um, a, a greater future, a sustainable future for our people, rather than um, investing in destructive, uh, extractive industries that are going to tear the heart out of our country. Thank you. Uh, Robin Day has a question. Is there a court case happening in Geneva or anywhere that can give your mob your rights back? There are, at this point... There are no there are no legal um, legal grounds to appeal against the, the full bench case that we've just lost, and uh, we're not able to mount any any case in in this country that will recognise our rights through the native title process, because the native title process only wishes to look at those people that they see fit as being the native title party. So, you know, if we could um, address our rights to the United Nations or to international courts, we would, but we don't have an argument. So all we can do is appeal to, you know, the the good moral and ethical standard of the world citizenry. So uh, this is why we we have these live videos so that we can appeal to the, the the world and say that we've been denied our rights here, and those international laws are, you know, the the UN drip are not recognised in this country. So. We would just continue to just stand on our ground. Can you describe the flag behind you? The flag represents uh, the the two rivers, the, uh, the the Carmichael River, which is fed by the Dungabula Spring, the water and the earth that, that's around here, the yellow ochre, and the, the the emu, which is a, a totem, which is a law in this country. The the emu runs all the way down the Great Divide and Range, right around the whole country. It's a it's a totem. It's a local law, spirit law. And uh, the eel is the Wakil Borough. That's the totem. That's the moiety for this area here, where the, the, um, the eels live in the in the Carmichael, and they come from also from the uh, Dungabula Springs, and they go out to the the Baliando. So the Carmichael River and the Baliando River, very powerful uh, waterways and water systems that we are here protecting. We're the first water protectors. We're protecting that dreaming, and. Uh, those are, those are our totems, and we are now bearing bearing our totems. Um, previously, our people would put them on bark bark paintings or, or you know on boomerangs and things. We put them in a material so that everyone can see it far and wide. Thank you. Nicola Paris asks, what can people in cities do specifically to support your sovereign camp on country? People can support us, you know, by going to the, the Facebook. You know, if if we have a public speaking events. People can uh, rally their people, you know, to, to come and, and, and support us 
you know, when, when we speak at public events. And we will continue to keep speaking publicly about denouncing the, the state government's, uh, you know, all the state government's approvals on the mining lease, as well as granting the lease over the surrender area. And uh, people can, can continue to just keep lobbying um, to not have our rights denied. Catherine Kelly asks, do you want people to come and camp there with you at that place? Um, at this point, we are, we are, we're going to open this up, first of all, to First Nations people, and those First Nations people will then come and they will join with us in protecting the water. So we will join with them in, a, in an open statement from the heart of the country that water is life. The Dungabula Springs and the Carmichael River need water, and so they will join with us to make a public declaration, declaration to the state and federal governments, and then we will open it to all public to come out um, and, um, and, and be a part of our ceremony so that they can, uh, they can join with us in our celebration of our, our continued uh, development of our culture and, uh, and our dreaming water spirit, the Rangba said. Great questions, by the way, everybody. Thanks very much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following us, being there. Um, we have no more further questions. We have uh, we have um, uh, Cody here. He's going to like a he's going to play some music for you. By the rhythm of the land that we have, it's a way of bringing life back to the land. You know, we want life on this land. We want life from the water, and we want to continue to live. We want to continue to 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 be a part of this land in a greater way than having a mine here. So, this is the music from the heart. We'll play some didgeridoo for you, and. Uh, Thanks, Cody, for, um, for coming out and sharing. And thank you for your comments, and thank you for your support. Continue to just uh, go to the Facebook to get um, updates, and uh, it's great to um, hear from people. It's a bit hot out here right now. Cody on Didgeridoo. And before that, Adrian Baragaba, the leader of the Wangang and Jangalingu, the traditional owners of the land where Adani has started to build his mine. Go to their Facebook, Wangang and Jangalingu Traditional Owners Council page to see the video of his full talk and later videos where other family members speak to the camera. You can also head to the Wangang and Jangalingu Family Council website for updates and donate the next phase in their defence of country. The links to the website and Facebook are on the program page at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. You're listening to Earth Matters, environment and social justice stories on the Community Radio Network. I'm Beck Horridge. Next we go to a blockade of Adani's rail building project on the Gregory Development Road in Jangar country. So we're here in the region of the proposed Carmichael coal mine at Storm. 
And there's about 25 people here holding some banners. 40 years protecting Australia. Hashtag blockade Adani. Be a part of history. It's a mixed bag of people here, some young people and some older people. Would you like to speak to the mic? Yeah, I'd like to. We just were admiring the beautiful sunrise and saying that's what we're here for. We're trying to protect this planet so we don't lose its beauty and its integrity. Mm-hmm. And we have to stop climate change. That's part of the whole deal. That's the emergency. That's what we've got to do first. And that's why we're standing here doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Would you like to? Sure. What gets you out of bed so early for this? I'm here because there's an environmental crisis right now, a climate emergency at a scale we have never before seen. It is crunch time and we need to act right now. Can I ask how old you are? I'm 28. You think it's unfair, the way things are panning out with generations? Absolutely. So it looks like um, somebody is um, locked on to a drill rig She's um, got an elbow lock on. There are people taking photos. Do you want me to come in? Could you just dis- describe to me what you're doing? I've got both my arms locked inside a uh, bendy steel tube, which is uh, around this trailer, which has, uh, I think, a drilling rig of some kind or some kind of equipment used by Adani. And my intention is to stop this progress of any kind going on on this Adani project for as long as I can. Yeah. And so how do you feel on a physical level right now? You, I can see you're sitting on the ground. You've got your arms around the kind of the, the, one of the big struts on the drill rig, metal struts. And so on a physical level, how are you feeling now? Um... Well, it's no arm to your job, put it that way. Um, I'm, it's definitely not the most comfortable position I've ever sat in for a long time, but um, I don't mind. I've got a nice cushion under me. Can I beg the deeper question of how you feel on an emotional level? This is pretty amazing to be... Well, this is, this is quite um, an unusual thing to be doing, yeah? Um, yes, it's not something you do every day. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, I feel like I've made the right decision to do this today for future generations, for all life, for the environment and the animals here. I feel like this is the right decision and um, I stand by that and uh, I'll be here as long as I can. I can see it says on, the, um, on, the, on this metal tube, the lockbox is made up of two metal tubes that, that are joined where your hands are. And on the side in solder, it says resist. I'm not sure about the other one. It says um, one life, one chance. And on the other side, I think it says resist and defend. So I didn't write those words, but I'm totally behind them. And um, <laughs> and I, I, rep, I rep that 100%. Yep. Those are the sounds you might hear if you were at the rally at Adani's mine site in Queensland. Heather wasn't cut out of the lockbox with an angle grinder. Eventually, in response to begging from the owner of the drill rig, 
that he be allowed to finish his day's work, she unlocked herself. She was charged with failure to obey a police directive and given bail conditions that prohibit her from returning to the Stopadani Defenders base camp, Bimbi, on Berry Country, 30 kilometres west of Bowen. She was sad to say goodbye to friends and that community life. Three days later, Xavier Rudd stopped by the Stopadani Camp Bimbi and sang to everybody in the tent shed. Here's the recording. Rudd, singing up the frontline action on coal camp Bimbi on Berry Country, central Queensland. Anita tells us more. My name is Anita Gibson. I'm a business development officer from Brisbane. I'm up here because I am fighting to save my way of life. Climate change and the consequences of climate change are going to destroy our world and our civilization. And I want healthcare in my old age, quite frankly. <laughs> That's not going to be there if we don't have food and we don't have water. We're certainly not going to have hospitals. We're not going to have medical care. Australia needs a, a quality climate change policy in place so that we can actually take appropriate steps to prevent this disaster. The government doesn't have one, uh, so I'm up here working with these people to make one. And the first step in the policy is no new coal. So we've got to stop this mine. Have you ever done anything like this before? <laughs> no, actually, no. Um, but the reality is just, it's really scary. So I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone, you know. When the fight is this important, you you do the hard things. 
And how are you finding the, the protest camp here west of Bowen? Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. Like it's, uh, as soon as I arrived, I felt relaxed and happy. Uh, and then actually, you know, kind of went through the induction where they show you around. It was so impressed with how well it's set up. Um, it's really organized. It's really clear. All of the facilities that you could imagine are available. Uh, I brought so much stuff up with me. I, like I went to a camping store and bought all of this extra gear and I got here and found that I didn't need any of it because they have everything under control. Sophie, hi. Hi. What's happening? You're here. <laughs> yes, I'm at Camp Bimby. Um, I've officially left my job. What? Um, yeah, as of two days ago. Um, yeah, I decided that I wanted to come full time. Yeah, and dedicate myself to climate activism. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> a bit nervous and um, like it's the first time in my life that I don't really have a set plan or know what I'm doing. But um, yeah, excited for what's, what's to come. Yeah. But you liked what you were doing. How did the people at work take it? Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, my midwife um, was working at Rockhampton Hospital and I really yeah loved what I did. But um, yeah, decided that. Uh, I wanted to make sure that the kids that I saw being born every day were coming into a safe world and yeah and the reaction I got from other midwives was really positive and great everyone was um, saying like how great it was that I was doing something that I was passionate about and um, they were getting really excited and all adding me on Facebook so that they could keep up to date with what I was up to and saying like oh um I'll have to watch the news now and see you locked onto some tree or <laughs> and um yeah that it was a really positive response which I wasn't expecting at all you have been listening to Earth Matters this edition was produced on the lands of the Biri and Janga nations and the Wangang Jangalingu nation for Radio 3CR in Nam Melman Wurundjeri country and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. If you'd like to get in touch with Earth Matters team, you can email us at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page on Earth Matters 3CR Radio or listen to or share editions on Earth Matters. You can find this and all the Earth Matters podcasts at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. Earth Matters thanks the Community Broadcasting Network for their generous financial contribution. Look out for more from Earth Matters team next week. See you later. I'm Beck Horridge. Bossing companies to stand aside. Bossing government to recognise the power of this tribe. Stand strong, keep the fire burning. Stick together, gotta keep the wheels turning. Bossing companies to stand aside. Bossing government to recognise the power of this tribe. Stand strong, keep the fire burning. Keep the fire